Welcome uh, to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. That was bad, Marty. <laughs> my name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight, like normal, is my good friend Marty. How you doing, Marty? Far from normal, but normally, yes, I am here. Uh, no, man, I don't, I'm, I'm okay. It's It's been a, a long week already, but is what it is. I uh, did see something uh, horrifying. It's not really paranormal related at all, but uh, it just made me shake my fucking head. Well, if you quit walking uh, down me in the shower, you wouldn't right, see anything right, creepy. Right, That is also paranormal. But uh, no. Uh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> above the normal. But yeah, no. Uh, a, 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 a list of, of new parenting trends that came across one of my feeds. And I was like, oh, God. And some of them were shit that's been going on for years and years. Letting your kids be complete shits in, in places. Like, I've been dealing with that when I was a kid. My kids were kids. But a new one that is popping up, I guess, is uh, taking your time potty training your kids to some extent. So, like, they're they're saying, you know, a lot of them, you know, wait till they're two and a half, three years old. Which, all right, fine, I get it. preschool and are still not potty training these are four See, and five year olds i thought, that, I thought that was a thing like for most preschool criteria you yeah, not anymore. well you can't put those kids down for not being potty trained by their lazy shit parents but yeah no like like the one lady she's like yeah our, our preschool we've actually installed a diaper genie because we have so many four-year-olds that are still using pull-ups and like uh, she's had she has a friend who's a kindergartner teacher who at the beginning of the year had like four or five. Is this kids. in South Dakota? No, this oh, is thank God. <laughs> just, it's a general trend that's kind wow. of, they're seeing all over the country. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I can understand by like, okay, some kids at two, like my oldest was really tough to get him to, to do that. But five years old, that, that's going into the territory of like uh second graders breastfeeding. I mean, it's, there's a certain line where you're like, no, this has got to stop. If you're going to school, you should be using a bathroom. Those teachers and shit aren't being paid to take care of, not just accidents, but you just not knowing how to take a piss in a toilet. I just sat there and just shook my head. I was like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I I, I got nothing, man. Yeah. I really don't. I'm like, man, where are we at now? (laughs) The only only time I can see that happening, because occasionally as an adult, get a little bit inebriated and right, right. you kind of forget because i have a funny story my brother-in-law doesn't listen to this so i'm gonna mention it anyway <laughs> because some of my uh, camping buddies do listen to this right there was an incident where he if i remember what i was told the story goes something like this he had got fairly inebriated and he's staying at a stranger's house well a friend's house yeah, a yeah. different house and all of a sudden the owner of the house wakes up and there he is just in the corner of her room, just peeing away. Uh, and he's, she's like, get the fuck out of here. Go to the bathroom. And he's like, you get the fuck out of here. I'm in the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, That's no. the basic gist of the story. There's not a couple yeah. other things. Oh, yeah, happen. yeah. No, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I myself have never done it. I've known other people. Yeah, he's uh, the one guy I used to work with. I actually went to school with him, too. But, yeah, he would just get so hammered. He, he, 
would think he was in his bathroom, but he was like pissing in one of his his clothes drawers in his in his room. And he's like, "Oh, why is my stereo all wet? What's going on here?" Yeah, and like, no, man, you got up last night, opened your drawer, and started peeing because you thought you were in the bathroom. See, I was told no, by a friend of mine. Up. Well, kind of, I don't take blame in this because I plead the fifth on this whole incident. <laughs> I think I've told you this story, and I may have said it on the podcast yeah, before. But um, you ever seen that meme with Kim Young? Where it says, you may have party with me, but did you die? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a guy, I would have to say in Aberdeen, South Dakota, that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right. And like, I had nothing to do with the you crawling underneath that table in that person's house. I had nothing to do with force feeding you alcohol that night. Oh, no. It was a bad thing. There was, like, firearms involved. But the guy was really understanding. Right, right. He says, hey, you're in the wrong house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. No, that's awful. That's just horrible. But that was back in my crazy when I played paintball on that. That was back when I was known as the bartender. Before, right. actually, when I was first gotten into bartending, I was like, we had all our paintball buddies get together. And what we usually did is we had a pre party before the tournament, which is never oh, a yeah, good idea. No, but it was it felt like a good idea because you had all your buddies come in and we right. all started having beers, cocktails. We're all of age and all that fun stuff. Right. Most of us are of age, I think. But yeah, I'd be like, Rob, what can you make us? I'm like, alcohol? Right. <laughs> do you have alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you need a mixer? No, I don't need anything to mix it with. Fuck it. What, what other alcohols do you have? Those yeah, are I your mix mixers, it with that. man. Yeah, that was pretty some wild and crazy times. Yeah, man, that was, now, if I did that, I'd be in a car oh, for yeah, two weeks. I was going to say, that was quite a while ago, man. It really yeah. was. I remember yeah, a long days. time ago. Yeah. Decades. Yeah. I would say, I would say <laughs> at least 20 years. But speaking of wild and crazy shit, i got to give a shout-out to this new podcast I found. It's called Subconscious Realms. It's a podcast from Northwest England. And they cover some trippy stuff, and they're real. It's a really good guy. I think the guy who runs it is called General Lee, okay. but he's a yeah. He's got the heavy accent. Sorry to say, it. it's kind of hard for me. I got to listen to him more to right. understand right. him better. But he's got some really good stuff. He like the Hermetic Order of the Rose oh. stuff like that. Golden Dawn. Yep. And he's done one on Hollow Earth. I haven't got to that one yet. That's Ooh. my next one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I know what you were telling me about. It. I just gotta. Uh, start checking them out. That sounds freaking awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, did you see in Mexico? I'm not going to fucking Mexico anytime soon. Did you see that video? No, no, I don't know. If oh, I you know. didn't see the video of the birds falling from the sky? Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. That was one of the things I was going to talk about <laughs> yeah. this week. There was a bunch of weird stuff I was trying to like keep track of my head to be like, okay, I got to talk about I this. I see the video, though. I saw the really, really clear video. Yeah. But you can see, you can actually, it's it, it's a natural thing. It's just not yeah. out of the blue. But still, just think if you're walking it's... your dog, and you're like, do, 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 whap, you get hit yeah, by it, a thousand birds. It's wild. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, the video I saw, it looks like they were all like swooping in, and then just a pile of them didn't get back. Don't up. pull out. No. They just whoop, and well, they end they, up in the ground. They had a, some a bird specialist saying it was probably because a predator bird oh, was yep. pushing down down yep. and so dinging. Well, the buns on the bottom hit the ground before they get. Yep. It's yeah, just like with ocean, fish in the ocean. Yep, they push them toward the surface. Yep. Oh yeah, no, that was. Uh, I did see that, like, Monday, I think I saw that. The 7th is when it happened. That's yeah. But the video didn't come out until, like, a couple days ago. fuck is that? So then I went and looked it up. I was like, oh, okay. Because, yeah, like, the news did a quick thing on it. I was like, 
is there more to this video? What the hell? They're oh, like, it's oh, just like, it's no, like, a... no. I'm like, okay. So I look it up and they're like, oh yeah, they think it was probably, you know, something larger chasing them down. But, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause they said it correlates to like another one, like in an airport at a tarmac. Yeah. They found like a thousand dead startlings. They figured same thing happened. They tied it to the ground. Yep. The ones on the bottom were SOL. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're coming in like super hot, man. They're oh, yeah. Like, and, and as a, a, uh, flock. I was gonna say pack, but that birds aren't impacts. But flock, they they read cues off each other. So when the top ones are like dive, dive, everyone else below is like fuck it, we gotta dive. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh yeah, that was just creepy though, because yeah, it's just like this black mass, yeah, whoop, to the ground, and then some of it like splashes out and flies away. The rest of it's still just a black mass on on the on the on the ground, man. It was. But just wild. like it, I, like I said, I just pictured. Luckily, no one was walking when oh, this yeah. happened. That oh. would be terrible. Man, would have been how, how would you explain that in the life insurance policy? Death by black. Uh, right, Jesus. Yeah, at that point, you almost hope you're dead because oh god, you yeah. know, three hundred you know blackbirds pelting you at. However fast they're diving well, probably, down. Probably close to terminal velocity. Oh, yeah. At that point, yeah. <laughs> they're like, whoop. <laughs> just like, pop, 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 pop. At that point, like I said, I, I hope I'm dead at that point. Because, God, you're you have, like, so... one stuck in your head like Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Just, like, little little uh, beaks just embedded in your arm. Ah, that sounds painful. My God. Stupid, well, since we're talking, birds. since that's pretty creepy, I'm going to play some music to set the tone for what we're going to talk to you about tonight, folks. Oh, God. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good Russian lullaby. I think that will set the tune most nicely for tonight's episode. It's, it's pretty, and I like it, but it's just they use enough like off notes that it's just really oh, unnerving. Well, you keep I talking. Like I'm going to look up the actual words for this. The song oh, is called really? "Tilly Tilly Boom." I, I I'm glad it's not like a German song because it's just like it's angry. Russian, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I said. I'm glad it's not. It's not German. 
Uh, Pretty close to damn same. Sorry. No, man. Sorry, Ger- Germany. Germans are, are much more. It, it would be like Klingons yelling at you. And it's just <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying language. This Russian, is a, I like. This is actually a really old um, Russian. This is a lullaby. I'll just say that much before I find the words here. I gotta look up the lyrics. Oh, uh, man. No, that's a. Uh, that that is a song that would feel right at home in Silent Hill, <laughs> walking into a room and it just starts playing. Like, oh fuck, you know, this is going to be a bad room. Ah, terrifying. I love it. Okay, here it is. It goes tealy tealy boom. Close your eyes, rather. Someone goes outside the window and knocks at the door. Tealy tealy boom. Screams Nightbird. He had already made his way into the house. For those who cannot sleep, he goes. He's already close. Teely, teely, boom. You hear someone nearby lurking around the corner and pierces the eye. Teely, teely, boom. I'll hide silent night. For you it is stolen and is about to catch he. He is already close. Teely, teely, boom. You hear somebody nearby lurking around the corner and pierces the eye. I decided to sing this instead of post that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ah. That's, just, that's, what they, that's what Russians do to have their kid go to sleep. Hey, if you don't go to sleep, someone stranger from inside the house is going to come in and poke you in the right. eye. You think he's outside. He's not. He's here already. <laughs> no, fuck. Jesus. No, there's also... Now, so we're going to talk about weird and strange things and creepy things found in forest. Right. That's our episode for tonight. We haven't decided on a name yet, but we'll let Marty start it off. I started off right. setting the... <laughs> Set the mood, man. The mood. Get the uh, mood no. Uh, one of my favorite creepy forests actually is uh, Aokigahara, which is the Japanese suicide forest right around uh, Mount, uh, Fuji. Mount Fuji. Uh Everyone at this point kind of knows the stories behind this place, but it's a uh, it's one of these places where it's easy to get lost. Compasses, GPSs do not work where the shit once you go into this place. Uh, a lot of the people there think it's actually possessed by demons, and now the lost souls of the amount sheer amount of people that have killed themselves in there. Uh, there are stories of people going in because it's a. Uh, GPSs don't work. They will actually take like uh, twine tape because they're not going there. You know, not everyone goes in there just to commit suicide. It's got a lot of hiking stuff, but there are lots of stories of people running tape, uh, like police line tape yep. and uh, string, just wrapping around the trees as they're going to find their way out. Only to be coming back and find that it's been cut. Oh shit! <laughs> and it's like oh, and you know it, it's bad enough that well, one there's there's signs and warnings all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekly they find. Well, it's also like there. it's a, it's called the suicide forest. So, yeah. but I have to say this: if you're thinking about doing that, please don't. Yeah. You could. There's plenty of people out there that can help you, and they even have that sign posted at the entrance yeah. where you can park your car. In Japanese and English, it also says, "Yeah, if you're feeling like you're committed suicide, these people can help you. Always seek help, people. Don't, don't right. take the no offense, and what I'm going to say is going to sound really rude, but it's my personal belief. Yeah, don't take the easy route out because that's a bullshit way of doing that. Because yeah. what you leave behind messes with other people more than your problems. If they could have helped you with your problems, that's it. Right. I get off my pedestal. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm off my pedestal. <laughs> but no, there was." Uh... 
a, a, a story of one guy who had gone in there, actually had gone up just hiking. He'd seen a car parked there and nobody there and was hiking along. And uh, as he was hiking up one of the trails, he was hearing like this weird noise. And he started, I mean, because it has a, a very bad reputation for being haunted spirits. Uh, a lot of Buddhists and, and those have set up little uh, temple prayer sites in there to try to help keep these things pacified. So he's kind of freaking out at this point. He's coming up around the bend, and the noise he hears is actually a guy that had was trying to kill himself, and it was his feet kicking against the tree, uh, and goes over and, and, you know, cuts the guy down and gets him out. of And the guy, happy end of the story, I mean, the guy got him help, but it's like if he had not been there at that point, this guy is just another number and a shirt they find hanging in a tree in that forest. I was just like, oh, just the idea of like, because yeah, he's like hearing this weird scraping and he's freaking out thinking, oh my God, there's a spirit or something over here. And yeah, then to just see a guy in the middle of dying. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. But yeah, the guy right away, he's like, oh geez, goes over, takes the guy down. Just the idea of walking through the woods and coming across X. I mean, it's part of what makes woods scary anyways is, uh, you can't see everything, the weird noises, even things that would be normal noises in the woods. Sometimes just with the echoing will we'll make a different sound than what you're used to. Even the sound of, of say, a dog running through the woods. It sounds a bit different depending on your woods. True. It can like, be very creepy. I've been out deer hunting before, like in a deer stand. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, this biggest buck was coming, and it's like, this is a big buck. I'm like making all this noise, oh, you know, snort, scraping and that. It was a goddamn squirrel. Was, oh. I'm like, what the hell? And he's just digging around the trees looking for a nut. I'm like, he, he's not giving a single fuck, man. He's like, I make all the noise I want. It's a forest. This is my place, man. I'm like, it's a squirrel. I'm like, holy ah, uh, crazy. Uh, Speaking of small things, found. Well, actually, right. let's go back to your suicide forest. Right. And like, there's been people that have found tents and all that. Oh yeah. And like everything but this is not a small place folks this is no. a huge it's a national forest. yeah it, it, it is a, a massive national forest well like i said like with the gps and that there are huge iron deposits in that area same with mount fuji yep which is what they believe makes compasses not act right same with gps it messes with their signal plus you're it's thick woods i mean it really is thick woods yeah and it's also too. I've heard stories like there's. They think there's possibly like caves underneath it, and some yes. that are overgrown. But if you can find them, people can actually go back and in there and would do what they want. Yeah, well, there's hundreds of people a year aren't ever even found yeah. that go in there. Because there's a guy. I would hate to be that guy. I do have a guy that does this. He's like yeah. every day he goes out there. And he writes out all the license plates of the vehicles. Yep. Goes back the next day and see if the same vehicles are still there. If yeah. they are, it's like, all right, I got to go in and find these people. Yep. That would be the most depressing and oh. anxiety-ridden job. Right. right. To have. Yeah, and that's and that's what he does. That's yeah. that's, that's what, what he's the paid government, to do. the state pays him for. Yep. To go out and yeah, if this car is here two days in a row, you need to go yep. see if you can find. Yeah, there are countless stories of people finding tents just abandoned. They yep. don't find anybody there the stuff's all abandoned and they just assume is there any i wonder under did they look into it i wonder if there's like any type of like predatory like meat eating animals in there i would assume i don't think japan really has they don't really have a lot i know they Uh, have the hokkaido wolf but that's like a hokkaido 
yeah. Japan. Then I thought they had a small, small bear population, but that's yeah, all in northern Japan yeah. too. But yeah, they don't really have a whole lot of what I would consider top predators on land. Yeah, uh, water. Yeah, no, they got a lot of horrible things in the water. <laughs> their their waters are like Australia light, you know, uh, where all of Australia's awful things go just to vacation for a while. <laughs> Before well, they head back to Australia. Well, let's let's get out this oppressing old hockey, whatever. You yeah, said, right, right. The forest, and let's talk about something happy and cheerful. So, like something from Sesame Street. Let's talk about Elmo. Oh, Elmo's happy and cheery, isn't he? Right, he's something. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. I don't know about on Fourteenth. There's that Elmo. They had. A, that's all they had. Oh. Said Elmo for a decoration. Yeah. It kind of plays into that. But uh. it, it, there's a happy place where they have Elmos. Like in Plymouth, Massachusetts, they have this wonderful thing called the Elmo Doll Tree. Uh, why have I never heard of this? I know this is like this came out. I first heard about this like in the early 2000s. Now in 2020, right? It made a resurgence again. But people actually, they don't know. I don't know how it originally started because when it originally started, I remember talking about it, they like had no idea this. Like, it's probably about it's in a hiking area north of Plymouth, Massachusetts, and it's. Where people, somebody just started put an Elmo doll out there. Right. Someone else found it and brought another one and another one. And this thing is just covered in like an Elmo dolls in a tree. Some are hanging, some are just stacked there. Ugh. And just think, and some of them have, some of them still have batteries that work in them. Oh no! Just think if you're walking on the hike in the night, you're like, and you hear Elmo laughing at you. <laughs> Elmo wanna play? No, fuck no! That's a forest, man. Go back to the street, Elmo. No, but they don't know why it got set up there. And it's just, is it a ritual site? If you're not happy, right. if you want to feel happy, take Elmo to this tree. Oh, oh my God, man. Yeah, that's... that's like, what the hell? <laughs> now, I'm sure, I mean, whoever started it at whatever... Intention. They also tried to say this was an art project. Well, if this guy's an art major, you uh, fucking need to talk to him because he needs serious help. Right, you got to find something else. Man, I, I've heard of lots of... Uh, like the doll island and just because you know dolls it's pretty well known to anybody who knows me like porcelain dolls and shit creep me out i don't like them uh so yeah like doll island i i'm surprised i had not heard about elmo tree before because that seems like something that would have at least popped up at some point to terrify me somewhere oh good god yeah well, what do you, okay, now, oh, good now okay, we're, since we're already like, we're going to hit national parks here. We're not going to talk about the missing 411 folks, no, but no, we're going to no. talk about Yosemite. The Yosemite does get mentioned. Right, right. right. Yeah, because in Yosemite, they actually have a, a, song, a lake that plays fucking music. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's been heard, it's been documented like three times since the 1800s, but it's never been recorded. Yeah. And it's not really music per se, it's like a static. Right. And I'm like... Because it's just like I understand, like it's just wind probably blowing over the water. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. out here in the prairies of South Dakota, I well, you know where I grow up, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. there's like no fucking trees. Yeah, I was out cutting prairie hay one time, and I'm like, hear this, I hear this high pitched whistle. I'm like, what the fuck? I hear this over the tractor. Oh, and this damn. is an open cab tractor. Damn. And I'm like, what the hell? It's I'm like it's a typical South Dakota day, windy as hell. Oh yeah, it's summer, hot, ninety degrees, got blast yeah. furnace going on. I stopped tractor and I still hear this whistling. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm looking around I'm like, what the hell is whistling? Well, where we're cutting this prairie hay is right along the railroad tracks. And there's still, get this folks, get this. 
there's still telegraph poles up with the wire yeah. still on them. Yeah. And that wire, the wind was hitting the wire just right. It was a high pitch whistle and it would uh, undulate with the wind. Yeah. And I'm like, it took me a second. I'm like, and I saw these, I mean, it's like, like maybe an eighth inch thick telegraph oh, yeah, wire. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's coming out because like I had the chills, chills going on. I'm like, who the fuck is whistling? I can hear it over a tractor. Oh man, that's pretty crazy. I'm at like three miles from the nearest person oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah, even in in flat land like that, it that gets a bit unnerving if you think someone is sitting there whistling, especially when there should be no one out here whistling. But no, they get reports of that same kind of well, not the same, but music actually out of like the. Uh, the uh what is it uh oh the great Dan- sand dune national oh, yeah. uh, yep. forest and, i kind of want to hear that that'd be awesome yeah but yeah no they have it sounds like a type of music and what they figured out is basically it's kind of like little avalanches yeah because along with that music there's also booming sounds yeah there. Uh, of and, and that's what they figured out it's because some of the you gotta understand the sand dune national park it isn't like up in oregon's sand dune beach that it, these are some of these are like 700 foot tall dunes it's pretty impressive and it would be cool to go out there uh yeah tons of stories of people just going out into the sand dune forest and just never coming back being gone but yeah they, they have like music that gets a type of music it's not like you know nine inch nails is blasting somewhere but but you know it's, it's a musical cadence and that's what it is is these one of these sand dunes basically has the sand equivalent of an avalanche and yeah. just the sound of the wind and all that sand moving at one time just creates this weird noise. There's a lot of actually looking into that place. I do want to go out there sometime, but there's a lot of weird stories that have come out of that place. Like UFOs, like coming out of the sand. Yeah. UFOs out of the sand. Uh, have you heard of the, uh, web footed horses? Oh, hell no. That don't even sound yeah. like horses and me kind of don't get along. Yeah, I don't like horses. I, I, I don't trust I like them, but they don't like me. It's no, I don't trust story. them at all. They're a big animal and they're terrifying. I would be a horrible medieval person. But uh, no, they're... they're <laughs> Make an awesome court gesture. <laughs> right, yeah, probably. <laughs> until they decide to, you know, rotisserie spit me and, and eat me instead of laugh. <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there are stories, I guess, of like these large horses that wild horses that just live out in the sand dunes and nobody's caught one i mean the story's been going on since 1800s or whatever but yeah it's just wild packs of these well, i can large... understand the web pudding to better yeah, traction, it, but more like a camel's well i'm sure there's lots of shit that lives out there but yeah what what would you eat as a horse unless they are more like a, a camel over time but i i don't know yeah i've, I've seen never heard stories that. like that i've seen stories like that i was like kind of want to go out there more and and the I, the weird thing is a lot of that is actually in colorado and i don't think of oh that explains a lot yeah but i i don't i don't think of a sand dune you know national uh uh, uh park being in colorado i'm thinking rockies but yeah when you get into the southern part it's it makes sense i was like oh, okay yeah, i get that but yeah it'd be cool to go out and check that out sometime well i'm gonna raise your web-footed horse thingy by a dragon-like creature. We're going to go oh. to Crater Lake National Park. Uh-huh. One of the, a lot of the stuff I just took like off Reddit and wherever so right. you type this in. Basically, one of the most notable paranormal sightings at Crater Lake National Parks is that a massive dragon-like creature has been spotted dwelling in the lake itself. 
Additionally, park rangers have sighted vanishing campfires and campers who have disappeared in front of their eyes. Oh, shit. One ranger, Dave Grimes, also claimed there's a 30-foot, 35-foot-tall figure simply known as the old man who has been seen floating in the lake on multiple occasions. Oh. And what Crater Lake was formed by a volcano that exploded, yeah. and there's an island in the middle of this yeah. lake. And you're not allowed to go on the island. No. And there's actually been rangers that have reported this is on my own research, but they reported like campfires, lights on that island. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like it's a fire here one night, and the next night it'll be up here. And it's actually they can tell it's a fire because yeah, fire lights different than just regular oh, ambient yeah, light. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. I never wild. heard about that. I just uh, I didn't read the whole article, so I'm like, oh, I knew about Crater Lake, about the dragon, yeah. and strange lights, but the 35 foot tall man just laying in the lake, like, he's yeah, soaking, just floating along, man. That's yeah. And you know the rangers nice. got to have good oh, yeah, sight. They're like, height. they got to be able to visualize how big something is. Yeah. So that's what they get paid for. Holy God, man. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're going to Crater Lake then, huh, Marty? I, I think so, man. I didn't know there was that much cool shit there. I mean. Well, there's also cool. been reports of like lights coming down yep. into the lake. Yep. There's a, people that have ran into the lake. Like there's that photographer. This is, well, basically they found, like, half of them, like, melted. Oh. <laughs> and they found his pants, but it looked like their half of them has been melted away. Oh, God. Hell, yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> There's, but, like, a lot of crazy shit going on with Crater Lake National Park. But Crater Lake, that one is completely dead volcano at this point. is Or is it still active underneath there? Who knows? I'm not a volcanologist. Right, right. I would assume it's dead because yeah. maybe there's like small t- magma chambers down yeah, below it somewhere, pockets, but, but the lake freezes say, over, so I doubt it. Yeah, because I know it does freeze. But yeah, I was wondering maybe if there was something in chemically that something burst out, maybe that just fucked the dude up. You know what I mean? It's hard to say. Yeah, it's under. It's underground. But if you look at it, he's like the sec- that case is under the missing four one one cases. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, folks. I did mention a missing four one one case. Right, right, right. But Damn, not I specifically. Lied. But uh, else, yeah, it's just yeah. The wilds no. are not fun place to go unless you want to find stuff like that. Yeah. Now they, they and you find a lot of like our national forests, whether they be foresty or sand duny or what have you, yeah. do have a lot of. Uh, light occurrences and not even just always ufos it's even like the the jack-o'-lanterns or the or will of the wisp the will of the wisp lights like same, the brown mountain lights yep same kind of deal uh where there are countless people that have this spot as i know there's uh and this would have been near like where the the brown lights are uh but yeah it's an area i believe it's kentucky but yeah, there's that is West Virginia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. It is. My bad. If you say it's from Kentucky, then West Virginians, and if it's there, they're going to yell at us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, there are lots of reports. Like uh, this would have been in the I think it was the mid '90s. There was people out camping in that area, and they saw a light come across, followed by like 16 more of these lights just go whoop, zooming across the ground, about six foot off the ground, just shoop, and they basically sounded like the will of the wisp. Uh, and they call them jack-o'-lantern lights down there. And which they thought was weird, but then, like, another county over, there was 20, 30 reports that same night of these weird lights floating along around height, head height, 
I was like, ah, that was fucking weird. Speaking of, I, have I ever told you that story about what happened in Corona? About Ted Hythe? No, <laughs> it's not a perverted so. story, folks, so get your mind out of the gutter. I know Marty was, like, licking his chops. Right, right. right. This is back, I probably just came, I think I came back, it was probably uh, 20 years old, 21. And I was coming back from the Army, I came back on leave. When I went up to Corona just to hang out, find some friends and that, just drink that. Corona's a small town around here. And these people, I got hooked up with these one, two, three other people. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to this haunted house. I'm like, it's cool, sweet. I'm right. like, I want something to happen. So we drive on the country, and I still do not know exactly where we drove. But either way, we drove up in this old abandoned farmstead. It's surrounded by trees, all the thick trees all the way around. And I'm like, okay, so we get drive up to the approach. There's a driveway in between the trees like your typical horror movies. And they're like, we got to stop here. And I'm like, why? He says, we got to show you something. I'm like, okay, I'm getting out of the car. I'm like, I can defend myself. And I'm like, there's like... There's a single strand of barbed wire all the way around these fucking trees. And it's not new. It's old and rusted. Oh, damn. Then we go in there. We go to this house. And we go, it's like, they, you could get to the house. We go to the house. And they said, yeah, someone was murdered here. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Then, yeah, it's just playing up straight. You get a bad mojo vibe. From right. This. Then I went on later in my life, about many years later, I'll say that, about 20-some years later. I ran across some other people, and we just got talking about random shit. And they said, oh, if Corona, I said, you ever seen that house? And they go, you went to that house? And I'm like, yeah, I went to that house out in the woods. And they, we, they described, I described it, and they, we basically we're talking about the same place. Yeah. And we find out there was a, how can I put this, a left-handed coven up there. Oh. And there was actually some really dark shit that went on up yeah. there. And I'm like... Oh, I'm not going to say what it was, but it was right. it involved yeah, no, uh, sacrifice, yeah. and I actually did research on it, and it was true. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bad mojo with the place up there. But yeah, I, I heard uh, about that. I never knew exactly So it doesn't where. always have to be in the woods. It's like right. sometimes out in the middle of nowhere, like South Dakota, creepy shit happens around wooded areas. Maybe it's the tree's fault. It's the tree's it fault. It could be a damn trance. Yeah. Damn you. Damn you all. So what else you got, Marty? Oh, I got a lot of stuff you're going through. I, you got a lot. I know you have a pile. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I did come across a cool little story. And there again, I think this one was on a Reddit. So whether it's factual or not, it's... It's fun it's, to it's read. A, it's a it's coin fun. flip, man. It's, it's Reddit. Because it makes you think it could possibly right. happen. That's, did it. that's the beauty of it. Uh, no, there was a ranger working over in one of the national parks. The story doesn't stuff out and uh the guy's going through his usual stuff looking around uh he's does a quick inspection because they've got you know four sides they're basically just a giant big square room with radio equipment and that stuff a story and a half two stories up above uh ladder going down or set of steps whatever they happen to be uh where they can just kind of look out so he does a, a quick scan. He's he's kind of looking around the area. And he says, oh, shit, there's something up to the northeast. There's a snowman. There's a snowman up in the trees. Like, what the what? hell? <laughs> well, he starts looking at it kind of through the binoculars more. And he's like, 
it looks like a kid in, in like a Charlie Brown fucking ghost costume, like painted black eye bullshit, the whole thing, sheet over the kid's head. He calls up his partner. He's like, Donnie, man, there's up on the Northwest Ridge. Looks like there's a kid. Oh, I'm going to go check it out. He's thinking it's a kid and his family's up there. And he's like, hey, go see what's going on with this kid. Because they're camping areas the around flag, I'm sorry. I'm going to play devil's right. advocate here. The kid, the guy is like from the top of the, with the binoculars right, right. saying, hey, there's a kid up in a tree. Well, right, he's looks on like the a, ground. He's oh, he's on the ground. Yeah, it's between trees, kind of up on a ridge. That's just a creepy kid. Maybe he needs to right. be lost. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's their job, man. They I know. They check stuff out. So, so uh, uh, his partner goes out and says, yeah, give me a minute. I'll get up there. I can see where, where you're talking about. So he heads over there. And by this time, the, the kid's gone. They didn't see anything. Guy gets up there. He sees his partner you know, over there, sees his flashlight. He's, man, yeah, there's nothing up here. There's no families, no kids, nobody up here. I don't know what's going on. It's just kind of weird. And he's like, are you sure this is where he was? He's like, yeah, your flashlight's right where I saw him. And he's like, okay, well, you know, let me look around. I'm going to head back. And, and the radio cuts out. And he's like, what the fuck? So he's yelling. He's like, hey, man, let's come back to me. What What's going on? Light, light goes off. He doesn't see his flashlight anymore. He's like, what the hell? Now, this isn't, like, miles away. Now, we're talking, you know, 1,000 yards, whatever. It's it's not that far out. So the guy, he's like, well, fuck, I got to go see what's going on. Starts heading down the stairs, and at the bottom of the steps, he sees a woman standing there with, like, bluish skin. Her eyes are all dark, and her hair is dark. Uh, she looks like she's wet. Emotional damage. <laughs> right? And as she's standing there, and, and as he's looking at her, he goes, it looks like her leg is, like, broken at a weird angle. Her jaw is, like, hanging off at a weird angle. And he's like, what the fuck? And she looks up at him and just starts screaming. And just starts barreling up these stairs faster than someone in her shape should be going. And he freaks the fuck out. Heads back into the... Uh, into the 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 uh, tower room, slams the door, locks it. Is sitting there, kind of looking out to see if he can see his partner's flashlight. Starts hearing a noise. And he looks over. The door is shut still, but he turns around and in front of one of their cabinets there is this boy in this sheet ghost costume. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> well, as he's watching this kid, he's up I have a question. Noise. Yeah. Are, aren't these guys, like, armed? With at least a pistol? Yeah, usually, yeah. <laughs> well, he can see that clearly this is a kid. So he goes over and just grabs the sheet off it to see it's his part, one of his partner's sons. And what? just starts fucking laughing. And has a radio. And he's like, yeah, Dad, we got him. They'd been pulling a prank. His other son was out on the ridgeline dressed in a sheet ghost thing. Oh, what a dick move. Trying to scare him for his first night of doing overnight. That's a dick move. Yeah. And, and That's a good partner, idea. We should do that sometime. Right? His partner, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I could I could hear him screaming like a girl. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm glad we got him. And, and the guy gets on the radio with his partner. He's like, yeah, yeah, you got me good. But who's that woman that you had down there? Was, it, was that your wife or something up in makeup? Because that bitch runs like Usain Bolt. And the radio just goes silent for a minute. And the guy's like, dude, we didn't have anyone else. It was just me and my two kids. And yeah, go out, 
Nothing there, no footprints, nothing outside there. Just some strange dead zombie woman running like Usain Bolt upstairs screaming at him. And that's the scream that his partner heard was this woman <laughs> screaming and thought it was him screaming about the uh, being scared by the ghost. And two weeks later, that guy was off of night shift and didn't go back to doing night shift again. Yeah, which I, I think, would as well. I don't think I would have been friends with that guy anymore after doing. No, man, I've been. See, I've but been it's it's, it's it's like that's, uh, that's how you make good friends because like a pool rule, dick moves on you. Oh, like, yeah, oh that yeah. was good. Yeah. But what about the other thing? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, uh, buddy, we didn't have a zombie lady out here. No, what are you talking did. about, man? There again, like I said, it's a Reddit story. Is it true? Is it not? It it holds a little more truth than some of the other Reddit stories I've heard, where you're just like. Oh, uh, this is this is straight up a fan fiction of, of an RPG game. That's all this is. You can talk all the <laughs> shit you want, but that's not a real story. Well, but yeah, it's, it's it was interesting. I was like, ooh, that's kind of goddamn creepy. All right, I got some other stuff like if like this happened on the East Coast, like up I think up up in New Jersey or New York State. Mm. And you know, like nowadays, you see like missing people posters all the time. Yeah, how would you feel about it if you're walking through the woods and all of a sudden hundreds of trees are plastered with missing people posters? Oh. Oh no! They found there's out. I've seen this on several things. I looked it up on the internet, but they didn't give the place really. I'm pretty sure it's on right. the east coast, if I remember right. This guy was walking through the woods. All of a sudden, he started seeing these white things off of the trees, and he looked, and they're missing, missing, missing persons, people flyers oh. from people that are actually missing. <laughs> and, oh my god! Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "He's like, see if he knows anybody." It's like some of these are like really old. Yeah. from the 70s and some are more current to the day he saw him but they're looking around and all of a sudden this person what they find is they find a makeshift shack and a trail a car trail and this guy was living there and he was just using to decorate his trees he thought they looked nice he wanted people to talk to <laughs> I guess my first gut thought would be like are you the one that made these people missing? well the cops came to investigate I mean? cops came to investigate him and he was just harmless he was not quite right in the head. Right, right. But, yeah, he's like, I just wanted people to talk to when I'm in the woods by myself. I'm like, what? you need to get some help, buddy. Oh, my God. No, then there's, I found another thing. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to show Marty this picture <laughs> before I read that. This was found in the woods. It's like, you know, like you have live, laugh, love. Right. Somebody found a plaque on the woods, and this is here. This is what it said. In the river lies a girl. In the water swims her blood. Wow. That's something. I, ooh, yeah. It looked like it's fairly decently made, and it's just not. Yeah. I'm like, so yeah, somebody I'm not, took some time and pride into their work there. I'm not going to put that up in my house. Oh, man. I, I would probably put it up one before I would put I'd, Live, I'd, Laugh, Love. My but, wife would let me have, bring my Ouija board in the house before I put that yeah, up. Yeah, probably, probably, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, oof. All right, now I'm gonna get really into my stories. I got a whole, I got a few of them. I took. I'm gonna read some of the better ones I took off Reddit. Oh, okay, I got a bunch of Reddit polls. This one is called "It Was Weird, Weird Sight." A cage, not like a trapping cage or anything, but something that could easily hold five to ten average-sized people. I was hiking in the mountains just above the house I lived at the time in Missoula, Montana. Oh. Took maybe 45 minutes of walking, mostly uphill and without a path, to get to the spot. Round steel bars for the edges and rope instead of a chain link for the walls and ceiling. It was all set up just on the far side of the ridge line I was walking, so I couldn't, so it couldn't be seen, I suppose. 
Nothing around, no footprints, tire tracks, or anything. The rope looked undamaged as well. No idea what it was for, but definitely creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe somebody was trying to catch Bigfoot. I uh, I don't know, man. That's... Yeesh. Yeesh. This is random shit. That's like... Oh, yeah. That would... I would... I have a really dark sense of humor. <laughs> right, I right. have a lot of dark impulses i'll say that much <laughs> but that's uh, kind of yeah. pushing the limit there buddy <laughs> right oh my god it's but yeah no you do find some weird shit even even things that are probably just pretty mundane like, it's like how did it get here west like you could just randomly out in the field here's like an old house no one remembers who lived there it's just always fucking been a rundown house. Well, you know what I mean? I got here's something you want you want to talk about random. This is right off the highway twenty going to South Shore. And you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's like right off twenty, you get off Interstate twenty nine going north, take the South Shore exit, and it's probably like a, maybe two miles yeah. to the east. East. Yeah. Right on twenty. And right off the road yep. and this thing has been around since I was a kid. I remember it being there when I was a little kid. Yeah. It's like an old Somebody took, like, a ice cream truck, just the top half, yep. the cooler part, and set it in the fucking pasture. Yeah. It's been there for at least as long as I've been alive, and that's 50 years. Just there. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> and, like, I've always wondered, I wonder what happens if I open it, if I find some dead body. Right. Well, at this point, you would hope that, you know, uh, it would just be skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not be hit with flies and stench. But, no. good Christ. I got another one here. It was creepy, but the ending tops it off. My dad and I were camping in the mountains. We had just we had set up our tents, and then we heard screams in the wood. We as black folks don't stick around to find out what's going on. So we packed up our stuff and drove to a different part. We thought it was mountains folks eating people or something. We drive down the store and told the clerk we had that we heard screams. Turns out it was an orgy for people who dressed up in animal costumes. He was telling us that this has been doing this for some years. Oh my so god. There's a bunch of furries out, a furry in the convention out in the woods, man. <laughs> no, man, he's got the right idea. Fuck that. I don't right? need to uh, see This what is that actually is. written in there. It's like we as black people and we as black folks don't stick around and find right. out what's going on. Hell yeah. No, I mean it's it's God damn. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's, it's smart, man. No, like, like being stupid white guys like us, we're like, we better go check and see what that is. No, fuck that. <laughs> Get the hell out. Like, uh, who was the comedian that one time was, uh, might have been Chris Rock. That made fun of the Poltergeist movies? Yeah, yeah. Poltergeist. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, that movie would have been over fast. Yeah, and if it was a black family, it's like, or Exorcist. Yeah. Get out. All right, well, baby, we got to go check some more houses. You know, that's... No, hell no. The, the, the white family, no, they they stick around for a month before things get really bad. There's yeah, a, fuck that. I got, there's some funny ones in here, too, man. These, I have, some of these, I just said... I, these... I do have a funny one. I had actually told you. Uh, I, I came across this quick little story. It's actually a firefighter, and it was uh, out in California, and there was fighting off a major fire... Uh, a forest fire. And so uh, one, one of the rules is, you you know, if you got to pee or whatever, you get the hell back away from the fire line. You don't want to be peeing into that, being in the way. And besides burning pee smells if you ever die. But uh, the guy's like, all right. So he backs up away from the line, goes back a little ways, starts peeing in the grass and on this uh, dark colored stump and uh, finishes peeing. Starts turning around to go back to his spot in the line to start fighting the fire. And the stump gets up and starts walking away. 
Come to find out, it was actually a bear that had, <laughs> had been escaping the fire and was, you know, smoke inhalation. It was kind of fucked up and it just laid there in the grass to take a rest. And this poor firefighter had peed all over this poor, humiliated, hurt bear. And it just didn't even care at that point. He's like, I'm just getting away. It just, my day can't get worse. Yeah, just bear just gets Maybe up it like golden showers. <laughs> right. It's just like, what the hell, man? My, like, my, my home is burned to the ground. I can't breathe, and now you're pissing on me. You know what? I don't need this. I'm heading to a river. <laughs> this is, okay. The content, this is a story. It's called The Content and the Situation Will Surprise You. <laughs> I think there is one typo in here. I think it's one where they typo wrong, but I'll just say it anyway. Right. As it's typed out. I found an old Super 8 camera up on Springer Mountain in Georgia. My mom and me had an old projector, so we played the film. Oh, no. And it turned out to be a couple having sex in an anthill. Oh. I think pretty sure it said on, meant to say on an anthill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I say, yeah, they had some big ants, but I don't know if you can be in that anthill yeah. down there. Here's another oh, one. Oh, my God. Here's one. Don't follow the music. I lived in a national park by myself for three months. Several times when I was going back to my trailer for the day, I would hear music like a music box or an ice cream truck, which is creepy enough stuff. Ice cream oh. truck music by itself. It's fine at a park when you get a bunch of people around. Right. But if you're out in the middle of the night and you hear this or out in the woods, that's the, that's creep factor 10. Sorry. Yeah. No, absolutely. It was always loud and sounded like it was coming from somewhere over my head. One day I decided to look for the summer, so I followed the dirt road past my trailer. The music continued. I couldn't tell if it was getting closer or not. I had my eyes on the trees and looked down just in time to avoid stepping on a snake. I scrambled back, but it didn't move. I realized it was dead, and it wasn't alone. There was a half dozen dead copperheads stretched out on the road, looking in the same direction. Oh. Oh, what the fuck? That's like that foot incident. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the St. Patrick is clearing the National Park of snakes, man. Jesus. What the hell? Yeah, but at least you don't think they're leaving, like, all facing the point down the road. Yeah, like, what the that'd hell? That'd be, like, a good indicator for you to turn your ass around and go home. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's pretty goddamn weird. Yeah. This... Okay, I got another one here. I got... I'm going to tell you that a lot. Ugh. This story is called, That's Really Weird. Over the years, when I have told this story, many people believe... Many people haven't believed me. But as true as the sky is blue. Me and my brother were hiking out in our new backwoods. We had just moved in to a new house and we stumbled upon a small open grass field in the center of it there was a person with a blue jacket crouched over we thought it was a friend of ours that we had recently met so we ran out to meet i didn't have my glasses on but i got pretty but i got pretty close enough to see that it was a grown man leaned over the carcass of a deer stabbing it with an unsharpened stick he looked up and saw me i was pretty freaked out so i turned around and yelled at my brother to run so we started to sprint as fast as we could back home yeah that's probably that's, a good That's a very practical application of what the situation calls for. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I'm in, anywhere in the woods and I, I see any kind of shape over there, I'm not rushing out to it, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to survey a little bit before uh, I go running up to them. That's just me. No. No. <laughs> good Christ. Here's one from Australia. Oh. Uh, it's during his, ah, that's really creepy. Bushwalking in New South Wales, Australia, me and my friend came across this weird platform-looking thing made out of rocks. Later that year, the cops arrested some bloke on suspicion of murders of a series of backpackers who had gone missing over the course of a few years. And at the sight of several of the mur murders slightly off in the brush, 
or these altars. Current affairs shows run footage. Current the current affairs show runs footage of one, the trail and run up to well, what the fuck? The trail and run up to it were all over the news, and yeah, it's the thing I found. The altars were typically no more than 300 yards from the victim's shallow graves. The guy who was arrested and sub subsequently convicted of four murders was, was Ivan Milat, an Australia's worst serial killer. New NB cops, would that be? Whatever. No NB, problem. the cops were pretty sure that at least one other person was involved in the murders. That the one now in jail for the crimes, they just couldn't prove it. Ah. Eesh, man. <laughs> Damn it, Australia! <laughs> yeah, you guys, have to, you got falling, you got drop bears, and you got all this other stuff. <laughs> ah, drop bears. Yeah. Here's another one. Something feels off. Went out exploring in an old abandoned quarry with some friends. We found this dude, stu found this dude staring at this rock, occasionally twitching, but he never turned around. We were pretty creeped out, so we didn't investigate and left pretty soon after. Later on that night, we found out that another friend was driving down the lane that runs parallel to the quarry, found a guy in a black coat, stood in the middle of the road, and would it move. She was pretty freaked out and had to reverse it all the way back up the lane in the dark because he was still there. Pretty sure it was the same guy. Otherwise, it was just a big coincidence. Oof, yeah. I, I would say uh, the numbers game uh, tells you it's probably the same wackadoo. See, sometimes it's just not finding creepy things in the woods. It's just like somebody people just doing off-the-wall things. Yeah, just really unsettling behavior it's that like you're, you're not seen, expecting to see. I know everybody on the internet. Go type in creepy trail cam pictures. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Uh, the the newest one is, has been with the proliferation of, like, ring doorbell cameras. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. There's some... Fucked up shit I don't want to know going on right outside of my house at 3 in the morning. Like Actually, the old lady with the knife and We kind of want to install it here shortly, I was told. Oh. <laughs> we kind of want to do that, I was told. Yeah, we were kind of told that. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. Do that. <laughs> I, I've, I've been there, man. We really want to do that. Because you see, okay. if you type in creepy um, game trail cameras, these yeah. are in the middle of the fucking woods. A lot of them, I understand, are just people messing with their buddies. It's like, uh, right, right. there's just Some one that shows, like, this clown popping off from the yeah. tree. 99% sure that's somebody's hunting buddy. He knows where the trail came at. He knows where yeah. he's going to, and he's just Or, or the one where the, the people dressed up as uh, Chewbacca and, and Ewoks and yep. shit. Yeah, that's... But there's some that I can't explain, <laughs> yeah. because some of them are, like, the one that always sticks out in my head. I don't... I'll mention that one last. But right. there's one before where it's like, shows a picture, it's like this old lady in a walker, and she's got a goddamn bow and arrow, and she's in front of the yeah. trail cam, and you only see like from the top of the handles, yeah. and you can tell it's a woman, because yep. she's wearing a nightshirt. I'm like, what the fuck is Granny out hunting with a right. bow and arrow at fucking oh dark 30? Uh, yeah, it just, uh, it's so fucking weird. Oh my god, dude, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's like, and you can I, tell it's actually a photo, photo because yeah. it's it's not the best quality. And yep. who the hell would make their grandma go stand out in front of the trail cam? That, right, that's grandma's kind of worked, but she yeah, must be no, an avid hunter, man. Or, <laughs> right, yeah, and, and you wonder if like she's wandered off from somewhere, has dementia, and thinks she's out hunting again. I, I, no. it's I don't know, man. The, the one that I not I want it to be true, it'd be really really creepy, but I want it to be true, but I don't think it is. It's the one where it shows the two deer and that little girl with the doll standing oh, in the background. Yeah. And she's just looking at it. And the one deer is looking, the one deer in the front is looking back toward the girl and the other, and there's a deer standing beside her yep. looking at the camera. 
Yeah. I kind of uh, want that to be true, but I don't. I'm pretty sure I, that could be photoshopped. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be faked. I, I've never seen anything on whether anybody's like tested it to see if it's been messed with or not. Yeah. But it is. It's a. It's a creepy. It's a creepy shot. It really is a very creepy shot. All right, I'm gonna. I got a couple more here. It's called a weird Latin phrase. I'm gonna totally butcher this Latin word. <laughs> I can't wait to wreck this. <laughs> the words "per audacion ad ignitam" were drawn in the snow in the absolute middle of nowhere. Yet no footprints were around. The words were probably a few hours old. The closest translation we could find was "through audacity towards the unknown." So somebody was out hiking, found this in the snow. It's like. Someone probably peed on it from above it. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Next thing I say, that sounds like Latin. It is Latin. Yeah. That's what you just said, dude. Weird Latin phrase. Oh, oh, okay. That was the name of the story. I was thinking Latin American phrase. I'm like, well, that's not really Spanish. That sounds like Latin, man. <laughs> <laughs> then I got this one. This one gets eerie. I took my ch- young children to a cave not far from our house. First of all, terrible parenting. Sorry, unless you're into that. <laughs> My kids would probably get lost. My two older boys probably would still get lost. Right, right yeah, yeah. Go five feet in the cave. Hey, there's the opening. We can't find our way out. <laughs> Where is it? Took my young children to a cave not far from the house. Popular spot, but we had the place to ourselves. You can walk through it in about 30 minutes without too much difficulty. It was. It has a tiny exit at the opposite end. It was pretty muddy, so we decided to turn around and head back to the entrance. Halfway back, there was a lit candle sitting about eight feet up on one side it was definitely not there on the first trip i went into full on protected dad mode knowing there was likely someone hit in the dark while we walked the rest of the way out yeah not happening oof oof kudos dad overprotected dad that's me not my kids right, little, right. but i would take him i see my kids aren't much into nature <laughs> yeah yeah i would have been the one going doo, 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 doo. right no, that actually reminds me of a story I came across. I think it was uh, East Coast. Uh, these two girls, they liked it. There was a bunch of uh, old rail tunnels and, like, hiking trails and all this stuff. And uh, these girls had been going down through some of the rail. old And it's old style, like the... Yeah, the... the through the mountain hills. Yeah, through the mountain stuff. And uh, they're getting down to the uh, last section of, of actual old rail tunnel... And, and they're going through. They got their flashlights. And about halfway through, they run into this full-sized male doll with no face. It's, it's Was this like, like a, the one we talked about last week? I don't know. Oh. But yeah, no, it's, it had no face and looked like it had stab marks in, in the groin and along where the face is, so, like, stuffing is, like, pulled out of these sections. Jesus. And about this time, their flashlight starts not working. Well, they hear something at the end of the tunnel that they had just come from, and they're just like, fuck this. Emotional <laughs> went, damage. Yeah, they, they, they went booking the hell out to the, the far end of the, the uh, tunnel. And went, yeah, well, we're just going to take an alternate route going back to where we were parked. They're like, yeah, we have no idea what that was, but there was definitely something not quite right with a full six foot tall. It, it sounded like a, almost like a scarecrow type stuff yeah. doll. But yeah, no face on it, but it stabbed and stabbed. And someone coming up behind there, they're just like, no, we're, we're done. I don't, I'm not that interested to find out what that is. 
fuck that. That scarecrow, just mentioning that word scarecrow, made a story pop into my Ooh. head. And this is actually true. It did happen. You can look it up. There was this the pretty 99% sure it was either in California or Texas, one of the two. And these people about this farm place. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's kind of a creepy scarecrow out there. And they didn't think anything of it. Right. It was out in the trees, out in the pasture. And they go, and all of a sudden they got a whiff of something rotten a few days later. And they're like, what the fuck? And they go to the scarecrow. And somebody had actually, the scarecrow was actually a rotting human corpse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is, that is a. They a showed a picture of it. And like, yep. Ugh. It's like yep. mummified, but just yep. had enough flesh on it to rot away. And like, yep. they, yeah, somebody had. Uh, killed them and turned them into a scarecrow and just left them out there yeah thousand house of a thousand corpses right. going on there yeah folks. oh yeah absolutely minus all the fun of uh, captain spaulding showing up yeah. but yeah it's just ah uh, yeah i remember oh, yeah when that story broke it was early 2000s yeah it was but it still pops up every once in a while oh like, yeah, yeah it'll, like it'll, memes and that yep i actually it's there's actually wild i actually have a story here from yellowstone the story in this story is called a nightmare I was backpacking in Yellowstone above the tree line at about 10,500 feet. We were, ty- we were hiking on the ridge above a lake when all of a sudden we came across a skull horse. No body, just a skull. Pretty cool looking. We get to our campsite not, too far, not far away from the lake where we found the horse skull. When we climb down to the lake, we find the body of the horse rotting on the edge of the lake with negative film strips floating in the water laying around the shore near the body. Oh, I think we're going to go camp somewhere else. <laughs> Holy God. Yeah, I'm not... Yellowstone, you can... You have serious oh, issues, oof. Yellowstone. Yeah, no, that's... Ugh. It seems like every time we talk about something, we always end up... I'm sort of got like every other episode, it's like about national parks and the fucked up shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Even I mean, when we talk just... about stuff that has nothing to do right. with national parks. It all leads us... Well, just... Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it just it, Yellowstone's just drawing us in. Yeah, it could be. We're not that far. No, we should just go there. No, not really. <laughs> no, man, I, I don't know if it's just... There's so much weird shit because it is so many miles of basically unpatrolled nothingness where it is just kind of a wasteland of lots of shit can happen and no one's going to find out for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, yeah, it's awful. All right, pretty, this is, this is one awful. of my last stories. Well, that's not true. I got a bunch of other ones I pulled from Reddit. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> this one takes, this is, could have been a Wendigo. Wendigo. As the writer said, a Wendingo. Wendingo. There's no N in it. I was once camping the boundary waters between Minnesota and Canada. These aren't your normal backyard ponds. The boundary waters are thousands of enormous lakes interconnected with each other. Think many great lakes. We have been canoeing and camping on the lakes for about a week at this point. We, re- we didn't really have an itinerary. We just planned to boat, camp, fish, and live off the land for two weeks. We had a GPS, a sat phone to call helicopters for pickup whenever we were done. Anyway, about a weekend we were set. Uh, about a weekend we were set to canoe a few hours to the next lake. An hour or so in, an hour or so in, and we are in the center of an extremely long, narrow lake. Unfortunately, the storm started to blow in waves on the lake that swelled up to two feet plus. Too much for our dinky canoes. We pulled off to the random clearing on the shore and set up camp in rush to avoid being totally thrashed by the rainstorm. We just set up camp and hunkered down for the night, which you would normally do. By the next morning, the storm had cleared up. We started walking to the coast of the lake about 200 feet from our camp looking for a good fishing spot. What we actually found was another campsite. However, it was absolutely wrecked. 
trash thrown everywhere, tents collapsed and torn, clothing on the ground. At first we were just, cat, stop. <laughs> At first we were just, like, disgusted, like, what assholes did this, or left right. their shit, shit out to be bare food. The more we looked around, though, the weirder things seemed, though. For one, their garbage was still hoisted in a tree to keep it safe from bears, but the whole bag was was ripped open despite being 30 feet in the air. Ooh. Second, literally, everything was, except for the canoes was still in the campsite. Clothes, packs, food, ropes, pads, like a serious set of hike, a serious set of hiking equipment. Enough for two or three people. Half of it was trashed and torn open, most likely the packs, tent, and clothes. The other half was totally untouched but thrown on the ground. It's like someone, nope, the hell out of there. Like there's nothing but a long, there's nothing but their long johns ditching hundreds of dollars of gear in the process. We waited a couple hours and eventually called it back to our helicopter crew, but they didn't hadn't been aware of anybody else or gotten any distress calls. We eventually just left everything and moved camp. Everybody was pretty upset by it, and a day or two later we ended the whole trip early because everybody seemed nobody. It seemed like nobody wanted to be out anymore. It was the weirdest thing I ever seen. First, we thought it was a bear attack, but there was food left uneaten, and I've seen bear attacks on camps before, but nothing like this. Bears rip open packs, go after the food, and are generally pretty easy to scare away. What still sticks with me is why all their clothes and packs were still there, with half being totally destroyed and half being untouched. I still don't get it. I've done a lot of other camping and hiking, rafting and biking all around the country, and I've never seen any other weird experience like that. Wow. Yeah, it's at it, first Excuse glance. Me. Yeah, I would probably say, oh yeah, yeah, bear or something. But yeah, when you start looking into that, yeah, because they will. They'll eat the they'll eat the insulation out of a fridge. Oh yeah, it they, smells like ants. Yep, they they will get into and take everything they can. They will just haul it off with them. They don't care. They will rip it apart. Doesn't matter. Pizza, fucking chips. They're gonna tear it apart. If they can smell it, and it smells edible to them. They will eat it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to leave half of it there and just tear up half the clothes and and be like, "Well, we've did, we've made our mark." No, that's <laughs> so. What else have you got? I've been kind of hogging the oh, troll. Oh man, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, or I'll just keep going. Ah, you can keep going with stories, man. You got some <laughs> fun stuff, man. Oh yeah, this one's called the torture chamber in the Rocky Mountains. Like I said, folks, I pulled a lot of these stories because when you go on the internet and you type in creepy stuff it, in right. the woods it is always a rehash of the same ones so if you out there in our listening audience have any creepy experiences that happen in the woods we would gladly do another show on this because there's like hundreds of stories oh, yeah. i did i just yeah. glanced over and like ah, eh, that doesn't really fit my taste it, right right but i would love to hear from you guys and tell us if you've had any stuff with that i'll put their email address in the show notes yeah, at the end yeah. this one is called a Torture chamber in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Yay! My boyfriend at the time and I were hiking up in the Rockies. We came across what looked like a small silo. The door in it had a padlock, but it was unlocked, like it had been busted off. We were curious and went inside of it. Went inside of it because it was weird and came upon, and we came upon anything, nothing at all. We were on the trail. We were way up there. My boyfriend at the time opened it up, and inside what looked like a torture chamber. Like, full of chairs with restraints, chains coming from the ceiling. There was a trap door on the floor, and no way we were going to open it. We hiked right back out to our car and left. Still feel creepy about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> I, I, I would, too. It's like, well, let's see. It's either a cellular killer or Cenobites. Either way, I'm fucking out. <laughs> I am out, man. Ugh, no. 
No. <laughs> a lot of this, like, some of these stories I got are really short. It's like this one. All I could see were two eyes about three and a half, four feet in the air. I'm a lone recreation ranger in a small district of southern Idaho, near the town of Guard Station at about a half, 1.5 hours away by car. And hold oh, crap, I forgot some next page. Terrible. <laughs> After moving into the guard station, solar power, the solar power was not working. I hadn't slept in for about a month due to various factors, bats in the cabin, something walking on the deck at night. The woods there always had an eerie feeling to them, unlike the southwest Ponderosa forests I was used to. About two months into the seasonal job, I started hearing something walking and scratching at the deck at night. Nope, I'm out. Nah, fuck it. Even, perhaps even on the door. Now this... Now, this district was known for badgers and beavers, so I didn't think much of it. When leaving the cabin, I'd always hear an eerie feeling. I would always have an eerie feeling like I was being watched. I don't read very well tonight. <laughs> One night, I was turning from my grocery run. I always went on Tuesday nights, and I had a bad feeling at the time. I did not have my shotgun in the vehicle. After stepping out of the vehicle, I looked right to the, cab- to the right of the cabin, about 50 feet from my front door. All I could see were two eyes, three and a half to four feet in the air. To say I freaked out was an understatement. I started yelling, get the fuck out of here, but the eyes only crouched down an inch closer. <laughs> At this point, I could tell it was a large animal of some kind. Definitely not a coyote. Wow. I tossed a piece of fire in the general area, and the creature leaped back a bit, but did not make a sound. I tossed four or five more pieces, and the creature still inched forward. At this point, I phoned with my keys. Of course, the fucking solar power was out again. <laughs> See, solar power is not reliable, folks. Right. I managed to get inside and grab my shotgun. Technically, you could, you're not supposed to have guns in the government housing, but who the fuck lives in but who the fuck lives in the hills that buys backcountry in Stockdale? <laughs> That's a fair point, man. Went outside. The creature was a bit closer. Still could not get a look at it with my shitty headlamp. headlamp. Loaded shotgun and continued to throw pieces of wood with one hand. Finally, the creature walked back into the brush. That night, I drank four IPAs, slept with my shotgun. In the morning, trail crew came up, and we found mountain lion tracks all over the porch, rocking bench, and compound leading to the creek. After that event, I've always heard the rocking chair move and someone or something walking on the porch, but never found any tracks after that point. Considering that it was always muddy up here, it was weird to not find any tracks. I've been stalked by mountain lions before and never had that ear feeling like it did in those woods. Uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, to me, the That has to be the best be fucking line. line here. Yeah. It's like, but who the fuck lives in the hills? The hills have eyes backcountry and doesn't carry. Which tells me because he was he was a ranger, right? Yeah. Government supplied. Yeah. He was... So again, it, they they go for the uh, the lowest bidder. So you know your equipment a lot of times is real high quality when you're just an average grunt. Yep. You know. No, no, take this headlamp. No, we didn't totally buy these on clearance at Menards. No, they're fine. You're good. <laughs> yeah, Black Friday specials. Right. They don't even make batteries oh for God. them anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, that would be that. I don't mind being alone. I, I I like being alone. I'm good with that. But I don't know, man. Stuck out in like a ranger station in the middle of fucking woods in nowhere for you know week at a time by yourself. I, I don't know, man. That would there's too much weird shit. Especially when when you're by yourself, you're not making a lot of noise, so you're not scaring away potential weird shit either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even just natural dangerous shit out there it would be kind of unnerving I, I could easily see a mountain lion or whatever up into the window and no i'm fucking done man yeah. I, I like cats i like big cats i've petted a mountain lion they're fucking great 
I don't want a wild one poking its head at my fucking window See, but while I'm trying I, to sleep. I don't know what this... But rage... with the uh, tracks and no tracks, yeah, that's kind See, of because kind I, of that's weird. that... Like the eerie feeling, I've heard that from plenty of hunters before. Like they yeah. have been stalked by mountain lions. Oh yeah, they yeah. have that eerie feeling because it's your reptile part of your brain yeah. kicking in, saying something's watching you. Oh yeah, yeah. Because them mountain lions are stealthy motherfuckers, and there's mm-hmm. reports like you they get that eerie feeling. But I don't know. Maybe he wasn't used to that. That's why he couldn't understand the eerie feeling. Right, right. But the tracks thing is totally bonkers. Yeah. No, it's uh, like I said. I had, I had an uncle that was in Vietnam. And, and dealing with the big cats, like I think I said before, he said, yeah, you'd be walking along and then all your, your nerves will go instantly. And you're like, oh, shit. And your first thought is, oh, God, the enemy's, somebody's watching us. And, yeah, no, it'd be a tiger sitting off the end of the trail just staring at him. And, yeah, it would be enough just to send those nerves off. And in a situation like that, even I, I think in that situation where he's, you're by yourself in the forest, you're you're automatically a little more perceptive you know you're you're definitely paying attention to everything going on around you i think a little more and yeah it, it, it would trigger those things yeah and yeah if you're in the southwest you don't deal with a lot of mountain lions really. they're there but... they're there but you're more likely to be dealing with coyote and things like that yeah and maybe you're not used to that feeling of fear because like coyotes i i not naturally afraid of coyotes I mean, they they can do some damage. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't really fear coyotes as much as I would say a mountain lion hanging out and and watching me. It would be really scary. Here's, I'm gonna read this story. It's a really short one. It's called "They Heard At Least People Twenty People Scream Get Out." Oh, <laughs> my dad said once when he was out in the forest with another ranger, they had to camp overnight halfway down halfway to their destination. Well, that night they heard footsteps and a lot of them outside their tent. Then they heard at least 20 people scream, get out. Lisa said they got the fuck out and radioed in. The next morning, the cops went out and searched and found four skinned animals pinned to the trees, pinned to the tents around the campsite. Uh, yeah, no, it's probably a good idea. Just get the fuck out. Them furries <laughs> are getting kind of evil. Just get out, man. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Some of them weren't making the cut, apparently, for their costume. Holy <laughs> Jesus. That's Your fursona doesn't make the cut. <laughs> Holy Christ, man. That's, ugh. Yeah. It's horrifying. Now, next story I'm going to read, I just read it, and this actually hits me kind of because I always have this, I go to, I always, how do I say this? I hope for the best, but plan for the worst, right, especially right. in any situation I do. Like if I'm leaving the house, I plan for the worst, oh, hope yeah, for the yeah. best. No. If anybody in normal does that. But this is out camping. This is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I got to worry about now. Great. My mind's going to be thinking about this oh, shit. Great. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to tell you the title of this until <laughs> after this. Neurotic. I'm going to have tell you the title of the story after I read right. it. So we are at this camp. We are at this camper near the Dover Lights in Arkansas. It's not the fanciest campsite, but we managed to find this guy that spends a lot of time out there, as much as legally allowed, while also working and apparently making a lot of cash. So we just so we just vacation in the woods half the year. The guy offers to let my friend watch the place while he goes to visit his son. My friend eventually automatically my friend automatically invites me and some other people to come hang out and we spend a few days there drinking and smoking, fishing, messing around. 
All in all, pretty okay, until my female friend gets super drunk and barges outside in the middle of the night, buck naked, to eat beans by the handful of a cold <laughs> pot. I'm pretty sure there's more than alcohol involved in that. As someone who admires cleanliness, I follow her out and try to make sure she doesn't hurt herself while everybody else just laughs. I don't think that's cleanliness. So there she is, covered in beans, and I'm trying to convince her to settle down and clean herself off with the towel. When suddenly her head shoots up like a deer in the headlights, she just glares at around the tree. No, she just glares at the trees around us. We are not alone, and in pitch black, before literally growling and then sprinting into the woods. I have no fucking idea what to do. I've completely lost sight of her, and she's naked in the woods by herself. A few failed attempts to call out to her. I do the stupidest thing I could have done by following her. After five meters in complete darkness, I look down and see a faint light from someone's phone. Picking it up, I see it's in camera mode, and these pictures are of us. The very recent pictures, all of them in creepy night vision mode, with some looking like they were taken from the windows of the camper. The last one is of my friend running directly towards the camera. Oh, shit. Realizing what happened, I delete the pictures and drop the phone on a rock, crushing the screen with my foot. Why? Still unavailable to find her and freaking out, I double back to the camper for help, only to find she is still very drunk in a lawn chair, naked. Carrying her back inside, I let her boyfriend towel her off, and they both pass out, spooning on the bottom bunk. Now, the title of this story is, "These There are pictures of us all in creepy night vision mode, with some look like they're taken from the window of a camper, and the last one of my friend running drugly into the camera. Ah. Uh. Jesus Christ. First, when I started reading this story, I'm like, oh, it's like uh, Evil Dead, the cabin scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking like uh, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, where one gets possessed and starts running into the woods. Uh, no, but the whole, yeah, someone. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, uh, it just it puts a new layer of, of fucking. That's going to make me more stare more at these fucking oh, trees. Oh, yeah, camping yeah, now. yeah. I go to camping like in an RV. I take my house with me. Right, right. But still, there's been a couple of places like where you have like barely amount of space between you and the next camper. And it's like, yeah, I don't oh, yeah. Them trees. <laughs> no, I did uh, also come across another story of uh, a lady who was out camping with, she goes out with her dad. And they do uh, non-powered. Well, anybody who goes camping, usually in any kind of park, you have to... If you're thinking you are going to call ahead and, and reserve your spot because they may fill up. Well, everything almost was filled up at this place. Like I said, they were doing the non-powered uh, campsite. So there's no... Primitive, basically poles. primitive campsite. Yeah, it's a primitive. And this one they had was kind of way out off on the end, closer to the woods and that. But they're like, eh, it's cool. We'll take it. So that night, her, her little tent isn't super huge basically she she lays there her her if it's not sealed up her her feet or whatever end she's on will stick out of the door a bit well her and her dad go to bed he's in his own little uh tent she's got her on and she's laying there and gets woke up at like one in the morning she hears somebody walking around outside and at first things does her dad he's diabetic so he's up peeing a lot that's just what happens but yeah, the more she's listening, she's like, I don't think that's my dad. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, yeah, this she sees a shadow of somebody like coming up and circling around her tent. And at this point, she realizes her foot is hanging out the door 
of her tent. It's not completely zipped. Uh, they do have the, the rain shield on the top, so she can't actually see out through the top of it. And the rail shield down on the side, so all she's seeing is kind of like the shadow. Well, after uh, she hears this, these footsteps circling around her, her tent a couple times, she feels someone, like, caressing her fucking foot that's sitting <laughs> up. And she's afraid to let them know she's awake, so that's, she's like, I didn't pull it in because they're going to notice that my foot is now not in. And yeah, after about a minute of this, it stops. Uh, she hears the walking a little bit, and then it, it goes away. Well, she eventually falls back to sleep after yanking her How the fuck did you go I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. How, no, there's no fucking way in hell. I would have been up for the rest of the goddamn night. I would not fall back to sleep. Someone's like, ew, right. what a nice toothy. Look at his little pinky toe. Like, no, that fuck, ain't going to happen. But yeah, no, the next morning, her and her dad both get up, and her dad's like, well... What were you doing walking around at one in the morning? And she's like, I thought you were walking around in the morning and wondered why you were touching my foot and somebody was grabbing my foot. They're like, yeah, we packed up and we did not stay the rest of the weekend. We just kind of went, nope, we're gone. But yeah, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, they found footprints all around and then just walked off into the woods. They, they fought footprints. And it was human footprints. But yeah, some weirdo living in the woods came out and fondled her foot and then at least didn't, all of a sudden her foot didn't get warm or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It was, <laughs> yeah, not that type of podcast. Like they, somebody was just like, almost just like petting her foot. And then they stopped and walked into the woods. They were like, oh, we we're only assuming it's probably a crazy, you know, uh, hermit. <laughs> it just lives out in the woods. Yeah, it was, it, they didn't see any footprints coming from where the other campsites were. It was just circling around and then back into the into the woods. I was like, oh, fuck that. No. She had to have, like, nerves of steel because, oh. I'm sorry, if I do so touch my foot, I'm like... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, man. I'd be grabbing for whatever I had to just start bashing on somebody. Good God. All right, I got two more stories two here. More. <laughs> yeah. This may be a longer podcast tonight. This one is called A Lone Desk in the Middle of the Woods Attached to an Electric Cord. <laughs> My cousin is in the forest in the middle of Montana, Wyoming area. I decided to go up there with her, with her literally to test the waters. She does hydrology has and has to ride out in the middle of nowhere to test streams and snow runoff to ensure no contaminations. So I thought that sounded like fun and wanted to do a bit of tour with her. We were going to, have, we were going to, camp, to camp out for two nights, so we packed up all our gear and saddlebags and saddle bundles and started out. The first day and, night, first day and the night was amazing. Beautiful scenery and amazing air quality. It was really so peaceful out there. I love the area and I wish I got up there more often. Anyway, we started on the second day. My cousin said, you want to see something weird? I said, oh, okay. If one of my friends said, you want to see something weird? I'm like, I'd say yes, but alarm bells will start going off. She said, yeah. I said, of course, yes. Excuse me. So she led me on a bit of a side journey into this tiny little ravine. We ended up traveling about two hours away from our actual path we had laid out. At the very end of this fold in the land, she dismounted and tells me to get off the horse, too. We tie them to this gorgeous little clearing, and she tells me to follow this tiny wildlife path and to bring our rechargeable radio. It is one of those things you can plug in or wind up, and so it acts like a ladder if you really need to, but that kills the battery quickly. 
I do when out in the middle of fucking nowhere there's this huge coil of wire sticking out of the ground. The wire itself is not weirdly large, like some buried transmission line, but a small like 10 or 12 gauge wiring for a house. It trailed off into the bushes and trees, so naturally I decided to follow the damn thing out of curiosity. My cousin trails behind me as I do, and this wire, after coming straight out of the ground, is strung across limbs of the trees, then back to the ground, and then snakes around rocks, and finally dead ends in an outlet. The outlet is mounted to the side of a desk. It looks like a teacher's desk from when I was growing up, with a metal base and pseudo-plastic wood top. No chairs, no buildings, no nothing, just this outlet and this desk. I am staring confused out at this desk in the middle of nowhere when my cousin takes the radio, pulls out the cord, plugs it into the outlet, and the fucker then lights up and starts blaring music. The wire was being fed from somewhere. Now the place where we were at had no access, no road access, no buildings for many miles, and no other people around. And yet there is a live outlet. What the actual fuck? <laughs> Jesus. I'm less scared about uh, 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 stairways out in the forest now than I am at a desk. <laughs> Holy God, man. Why? There's so many fucking questions. Yeah. We're going to have to come back and I'm going to have to dig more into this story. Like, I, I mean, where, where's the power from? I mean, why would you just put a desk out there hooked up to it? Why? I Oh. No, that's that's just bizarre. No, I I'm not gonna I'm gonna quit reading stories because we're pushing to an hour and a half. Right, right. We'll oh probably have to God, do this again man. next week because I got more stories. Oh my I God. got one, I got one whole section I didn't even cover, man. Really? So cool. I think we're gonna I, do I a part find two. Some other stories, yeah. Too, man. So what else have we got for these folks? Uh nothing, man. Uh, once again, like always, thanks everybody who's listening. Uh, uh, again, a shout out to uh, uh, the podcast across the pond, man. It's uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I, I can't wait to actually start digging into that, man. I had not seen that. Yeah, you just told me about that tonight. I was like, ooh, I gotta look into that. I, it's like I said, I, I listen to a lot of uh, YouTube stuff and podcasts when I'm playing games that I don't need to listen to or think about and just kind of zone out for a while. So I can't wait to dig into that, man. It's my job. Cool. I can't listen to podcasts because they frown on your bones yeah they, they <laughs> frown on joy at my work so yeah. well folks i'm gonna since we played tilly tilly bomb in the uh, russian version i'm gonna play you now the american version uh, which is probably slightly creepier than the russian version is. i don't know you folks have a good night and we'll see you later bye tilly
Oh, my God. 